Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Alberta Barbecue and beyond. Hello everybody and welcome to episode number 80 of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I truly appreciate you all listening and supporting the show. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network powered by ATB. This week's network shout-out goes to Girl Tries Life. Victoria Smith interviews inspiring women to show that there are many different ways to live an incredible life. Here she is to tell you all about it. This episode is brought to you by the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. The Girl Tries Life podcast is a fellow Alberta Podcast Network member and is all about showing that women are capable of anything when they have the right tools, strategies, and mindset in place. I'm your host, Victoria Smith, a stress reduction coach who is all about helping you reduce your stress so that you can actually enjoy your daily life. Imagine that. In the Girl Tries Life podcast, we alternate between interviews with incredibly inspiring ladies who break down how they got to where they are and coaching episodes that leave you with tangible resources and skills for your own life. Life isn't stressless, but we can help you stress less. So I hope that you'll check out the Girl Tries Life podcast. You can find it at girltrieslife.com forward slash podcast. And remember, the most important thing in life is that you try. Visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com for information and links to this and all the other great shows on the network. The Canadian Barbecue Society recently announced the 2019 Teams of the Year, and I'd like to take a moment here to congratulate and acknowledge the winners. Moving from east to west, the top team in Quebec was Pirates Barbecue. The top team in Ontario was Mean Moe's Barbecue. Big Smoke uh, and our friend Rob Turner in Manitoba was the best there. Uh, while Scott and the crew from Arrowhead North Barbecue was the best in Saskatchewan. Here in Alberta, Smellicue once again took top honors, and BC's best was Rusty's Barbecue. For the second year in a row, the top team in Canada was Alberta's own Smellicue. Congratulations to all the teams for a great year of barbecue. I recently visited via Skype with Chris Jones. Not Chris Jones, the football coach, but the man behind Victoria, BC's Jones Barbecue. The menu at Jones Barbecue is Texas-inspired for sure, to the point where they're even cooking on a propane barrel offset smoker. I hope you enjoy the conversation as much as I did. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the podcast uh, via Skype. I'm joined by Chris Jones from Victoria, B.C. and Jones Barbecue. Uh, Chris, welcome to the show. How are you tonight? I'm doing really well, thanks. I appreciate, appreciate you having me. I appreciate you joining me. We've been trying to make this work for a month or two here and glad we could finally yeah. uh finally connect so absolutely we were a little busy over christmas there so yeah it gets it's hard, uh, hard to connect gets, yeah. to be, gets to be a busy time for everybody right yeah so i like to start off with asking folks uh i guess their their barbecue story your background uh the origin story right for, for yourself before um, we before we get into the restaurant about yourself kind of for sure um i actually come from uh a hotel background where I was uh, a food and beverage director for several years here in Victoria and uh, decided to go out on my own and open a small restaurant uh, that we have here in Victoria called The Ruby. Right. And it is a small breakfast restaurant and we opened it in 2015. And, and simultaneously while we were doing that, we were doing a fair bit of uh, festival catering as well so we were feeding uh, musicians that were coming 
to Victoria uh, for music festivals. So we were kind of the backstage catering gig in town. Nice. Yeah, and so that that led us to we, we finished our first year of the Ruby and and things were going really well for us and we we took a little trip down to Austin because we wanted to check out uh, Austin City Limits. Nice. Yeah. And 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 check out and see what they were doing. The, our, the purpose of our trip was to to see the the artist catering for Austin City Limits. Okay. And while we were down there, we, we basically landed in Dallas on uh, on, on a night, and, and it was about 10 o'clock at night, and then our destination was Austin. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we had known about the traffic, we would have flown directly to Austin. Yeah. Uh, but we were pretty naive to the area, and, and, and we drove uh, up to Austin, and we got there late at night, uh, probably about 1 o'clock in the morning, and we wanted to get uh, some food, so we... We, we found a place, uh, I, the, the name of the place is called Roland Smoke, mm-hmm, yeah. and he's, he's in Austin, uh, Kyle Stallings, he's, he's a good buddy of mine now, Okay, yeah. and, and uh, we had a, a couple brisket sandwiches, and we sat down on a picnic table, uh, I, I'm sure everyone knows, you know, you, you can't get barbecue in Austin at 1am, uh, but we managed to yeah. find a late night place. Yeah, he's a, a food truck, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah exactly. I've heard about him. He's the guy for if you need the late night stuff. He's the guy, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. And so, so we we sat down, and had a brisket sandwich, and I was with my partner, uh, Josh, my business partner, and I looked at him and I said, you know, we got to get this to Victoria. Yeah, like, yeah. like this is amazing. Um, so at that point, you know, we kind of went about our vacation, and coincidentally, we had signed a lease on a space here in Victoria, a second space, mm-hmm. and we, we didn't know what we were going to do yet. We thought we were going to do a second little ruby, right? Uh, but at that moment, you know, it was like, let's let's figure this out. Like, yep. let, let's learn how to cook some barbecue here. Yep. And so that was that was how we, we got our feet wet in barbecue. Awesome. Yeah. Nice, uh, nice way so, to start, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm... I could go further now as to, to how I connected with Kyle or we could talk about that. No, please, by, by all means, yeah. Right. So with that, I, I you know, I took uh, I took a lot of business cards on that trip. We ate a lot of barbecue and I reached out to a few different people and Kyle responded to me and he said, you know, this was back when I, I was back in Victoria. Yeah. And he said, you know, I, I wish I could do the, the Texas accent justice. But he said, you know, boy, if you're going to come all the way back down here and work for free, he's like, I'll put you to work. Right. Um, so on January 2nd, once our, our, our busy season ended at the Ruby mm-hmm. in 2016, I jumped on a plane and, and flew back down to Austin and uh, basically walked walked up to his truck and I said, you know, I'm back. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of the start of me learning barbecue, and he taught me how to how to cook nice pit barbecue down in Texas. Yeah, that's uh, how long were you down there doing that for? Uh, it was about a month nice. that I worked with them for down there. Yeah. yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't a weekend trip by yeah, any means. No, you know, um, it was it was an interesting process just coming from owning a restaurant to going into a situation where it's like. I'm going to teach you how to clean a brisket mm. and you're not going to touch anything else, right. you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and it, you know, cause there is, a, there's a definite, like, there, it, as we all know, there's a mm-hmm. huge amount of, of pride in yes. what go, goes into proper barbecue. And so it was a really gradual process and, you know, like learning how to clean a brisket properly and, 
and learning how to tempt fire mm-hmm. and, and that I, w- I, I honestly I could have stayed with the guy for a year I'm sure and I'd, I would have still been learning absolutely but I but I took what I could and in, in yeah. the time I had and brought it back here excellent yeah and then uh, when did Jones barbecue uh, kind of get rolling from there uh, Jones barbecue opened in August 2016 okay uh, we we finished up we, we catered the Pemberton Music Festival yep uh, so we were we were up there and we did all the, all the artists catering for that and then we came straight back down to Victoria and we we opened Jones Barbecue. Um, we opened and when we opened we opened with two electric cookers. Okay. So that was kind of how we started. We didn't we didn't have the the opportunity or the infrastructure to be doing the pit barbecue we're doing now. Right. But but we got started with two electric cookers back in 2016. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, when, while you were down in Texas, any other uh, notable spots you got to? Or? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the the go-to, of course, is, you know, everyone's going to line up at Franklin's. Yeah. Um, you know, Lab Barbecue. I, I love Lab Barbecue and, and the stuff they put out. Yeah. Uh, Micklewaits. I think Micklewaits, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you, uh, Kyle's Brisket it was the best I had while I was down there, and I was yep. fortunate to learn from him. And, but but I really enjoyed Mickle Waits as well. Yeah. Um, I did a, a couple baking classes at uh, Salt and Time. Oh, they yeah. were really good people. Yeah, I went you know, in there. More like a deli style place. Yeah, I stopped in there on one of my uh, my trip to Austin there. So great. Yeah. Kind of a neat little yeah. uh, neat little spot. Yeah, there's it's such an amazing scene down yeah. there. I mean, I feel like every year you go to Austin, you're going to have a new lineup of, of new places to, yeah. to check out, right? Yeah. And then, of course, we did Lockhart. You know, yeah. Kyle took me out to Lockhart, and we, we ate through the big four out there. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah my work uh, takes me down to Houston uh, about once a year or so, so I've uh, kind of done, right. done the Houston and made the road trip. Uh, I, yeah. I always try to hit Taylor and Louis Mueller up there, so yeah. that's, uh, Great. that's yeah. my... Uh, my favorite up there is Louis Mueller for sure. Did the Franklin Absolutely. thing. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So let's uh, talk about Jones Barbecue a little bit. Uh, the vibe there, describe the restaurant. Right. So we've got a, when we opened Jones Barbecue, what my goal was, was to not have a, a restaurant style setting almost. Okay. It was to, um, you know, really emulate what goes on in Texas. Mm-hmm. And what goes on in Texas is people coming up to a window you know they're ordering their food. They're yeah. seeing it sliced right in front of them. Yeah. And 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 it's not this. You know, do you have a reservation this evening, sir? Right. You know, it, yeah. it, it, it's we we try to keep it as true to the roots of barbecue as we could. Nice. So when you when you come to Jones Barbecue, you enter and and uh, you you kind of enter in a way where you you it, it will naturally form a cue when it happens. Perfect. And everything is. Um, is out in front of everybody so you know we we set it up in a way where we have our cutters uh you know there's a of course our glass in front of between the guests and the cutter but we have our cutter there who's cutting the brisket there's cutting the ribs or cutting mm-hmm. the sausage they're they're doing all of that right in front of the guest so it's as you're ordering you, you once you order you see uh, our cutters yeah. preparing the food and, and, and giving it to them so there's no you know there's been a lot of barbecue restaurants in victoria um over the years and we just tried to take a different approach mm-hmm. to what we had seen in the past here. Yeah. And so, yeah, so it's, it's very much a family style environment. We're, we're not a pub, you mm-hmm. know, we, we're focused on our food. Yeah. Of course we have our liquor license, you know, we do margaritas and we do, you know, bourbon and cherry cola and we, we do all that stuff, but 
but our, our, our focus is definitely on the barbecue and, and on, you know, traditional house-made sides that, yeah. that we prepare, you know, our pit beans, our slaw, our, our potato salad. They're, they're, you know, all of our sauces are made from scratch. Nice. Um, so yeah, I guess comes in and, and they see one of our, our, our great staff members and, mm-hmm. and, and they talk to them and it, it's, it's a different thing being here in Victoria and selling barbecue because someone walks in and, and sees a sign that says a third, a half, a full yeah. and then there's a list of meats there and, and what does that mean right so our first question is have you been here before you yeah. know and and we're still so excited every day that we're when someone says no they yeah. haven't and and you know so many people have now and we have so many great regulars but but we have still so many people from the island that, that haven't been there and they don't quite understand what it is so we've taken you know we we had to step back and say we need an educational component right. for our guests yep. here mm-hmm. and, and be patient and, and help everyone understand what we're trying to do here and you know we're sold out you're sold out you don't know what you're doing yeah. you don't have enough food it's like no <laughs> trust me you're sold, yep. we're sold out so it's gonna be fresh tomorrow yeah you know and so just like that's a big part of of the culture in the restaurant yeah. takes uh, takes um, some time for people to get used to that right it's not uh, not something we're used to up here right so. yeah yeah uh, you know it's it's People don't love the word no, yeah. you know, and, and, but if we can share with them why we're saying no and, and that it's, you know, we feel like Victoria is, they're, they're starting to understand what we're doing. Awesome. So with that, that's how we open and, and mm-hmm. we had a small line and, um, a couple of electric cookers right. on the line. Yep. And then there was a small little place beside us. We're in, we're in a kind of a strip mall okay. uh, style space and it's, it's an L shape there and, and the restaurant but it was it was kind of a uh frozen uh food you know prepared frozen food restaurant they they went under okay and so we took that space and and we saw that as an opportunity it was my goal i didn't know how we were going to do it but was to put in uh you know an offset stick burner right and so that's when we 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 really we jumped on that space and that was almost two years ago now okay. two years ago february uh, we've been cooking out. on an offset stick burner since nice. then so we kind of have two spaces you know we have got our restaurant side where we you know have all our guests come and we do mm-hmm. all of our kind of immediate cooking because mm-hmm. we do make poutines we sure. make fried chicken we made stuff like that yep. and then we've got another side um that's separate where we have our what we call just the smokehouse right so the smokehouse has our um our stick burner over there mm. and then we've got other you know just all of our you know production equipment on right. the other side sure. and it's we we welcome people over there but it's it's more of a, a kitchen space than sure. a public space yeah talk yeah. about the smoker this is uh something you built yourself uh it is or, yes yeah. uh so i salvaged a thousand gallon propane tank nice and, and uh we I, there's a, a a welder here in Victoria, Interurban Ironworks, and him and I uh, got to know each other, and uh, I I designed it myself, and yep. just through you know online, and, sure, yeah, and just figuring out the specs on the whole thing, and it's an it's a reverse flow, okay, and in retrospect, you know, in the future, I might move to uh, you know a regular awesome. like a standard. Uh, but the reverse flow w- worked with the hood vent mm. that you we were working with when we when we moved in there. So I designed a reverse flow yeah. stick burner. Um, yeah, it's it's a thousand gallon tank. We we put a big firebox on it. I mean, it's I think she's about three thousand pounds. Yeah, it's in, gonna, yeah. Uh, she, she's a heavyweight for <laughs> yep. sure. Um, well, and lots and, of capacity with that size of a 
Yeah, really good Smoking. capacity. And you know, through we're, we came to a point this summer um, where we're we're more or less cooking at capacity for about probably about eight months of the year right now. You know, we see nice. we we bring it down a little bit in the summer. Yeah. Um, and you know, based on our model, we we won't. Uh, it's you know, we're we're just really committed to serving fresh barbecue. Mm-hmm. So we started seeing in the summer that we were you know we we were looking at second cooks and and having to you know. Keep, just even on ribs and things like that, like having to to get through night service. So right. I think it would definitely be in our in our on our horizon that we'll be looking at a you know finding a way to have a second cooker running. For sure. Right. Well, that's uh, great to hear. Right. Good problem to have. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. It was. You know. I'll be honest. It's this. It wasn't my first restaurant opening, and and I sat behind those papered up windows the night before we opened, and I was almost in tears, and yeah. I, I was like, either. I'm on to something or I'm the dumbest guy yeah. <laughs> another barbecue restaurant again. Yeah. You know? So uh, it's just, yeah, it's, it's going really well. And, and Victoria, you know, we thank Victoria so much for being supportive of us. And just we have a great team of people working with us. That's and, great. Yeah, we, we're really happy with, with the way it's gone. What sort of uh, challenges, if any, did you run into with the permitting side of things with the offset uh, stick burner? Uh... That's... That's the million dollar question that a lot of younger guys, you know, I had a group of guys come over from the mainland uh, to do some great pop-ups um, a, a couple of weeks ago and, and they just literally came over to talk to me. I was yeah. very flattered, yep. you know, that, that I was the resource, but mm-hmm. they, and they said they're trying to pull this off in Vancouver and they're running into a, a you know, a lot of, a lot of hiccups. Yeah. Um, you know, we, We've been really fortunate. Victoria is a pretty progressive city. Okay. Um, we have we've always we I think based on our, our relationships because of our breakfast restaurants, you know, mm-hmm. we, we know we know we know the regulations to operate in the city. Yep. And and so they've the trick is that we've found is that we are classified as a as like a pizza oven. Okay. And so like a wood fire pizza oven, right? And and that that's the way in in Victoria or probably British Columbia that they're still seeing this is okay. that you know it's wood fire. They don't care if I'm cooking at you know two sixty five. Like as far as they're concerned, I'm cooking at seven hundred degrees, yeah. right? It doesn't matter and what so you doesn't matter what you're cooking on it, right? No, no. Yeah. So so it, it, there's been a lot of a lot of challenges, but I you know I, I probably the biggest challenge was creating my own cooker and then having it certified right um you know we worked with the underwriters laboratories for a brief time and that was uh very challenging Mm -hmm. so we've got a mechanical engineer here locally who's who's certifying our our, or certified our unit for us nice and um yeah and then it's just a matter you know it's it's a big thing it's it's not rocket science if you look at it from a safety perspective it's that we need to keep ourselves and our, our staff safe so we're, we're looking, we have carbon monoxide meters, you know, we need proper air ventilation because right. we are cooking inside, right? Yeah. Not, we're not able to cook outside here. And so as long as we're on top of all that and we're, we're you know, we're, we're protecting ourselves, then then everyone else is happy. Nice. Well, that's, uh, that's great. I hear uh, listening to folks trying to get, bring the Texas barbecue to California, say, and, uh, you know, Los Angeles, for instance, and... You know, these guys want to would love to have an offset, and it's just not uh, not in the cards there. So, yeah, great to hear that well, you're we, able to pull that we off. We really we searched high and low. Um, you know, we we looked at Moberg, we looked yeah. at all sorts of the guys, 
trying to find a UL certified cooker yeah. that we could just plug and play and and we didn't find one yeah. you know I, I maybe I'm not saying there isn't one but mm -hmm. we couldn't find a certified cooker so that and I really wanted to build one I'll be honest sure. with you but yeah. at the same time you know if I hadn't had to deal with all the the bureaucracy of, of building my own yeah uh, I probably would have built a certified cooker but these offset cookers they're not certified because they're living they're living out back at Texas mm -hmm. bars and yeah. places like that right they're, yeah. they're not something that needs to be certified down yeah. there yeah awesome yeah. gonna take just a real quick pause here for a word from our Alberta podcast network sponsor and then I want to get into the menu at uh, at Jones barbecue with you here Chris so we'll be back in just a moment this episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast is brought to you in part by Park Power, a provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta that offers low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. In Alberta, you get to choose who you buy your energy from. If you choose Park Power, your money stays here. Plus, Park Power shares its profits with local not-for-profits that are working to make a difference for their communities. Shopping local is very important to Park Power's owner, Chris Kozowski. And we love local here at the Alberta Podcast Network, so it's a great fit. Learn more at parkpower.ca. Okay, we're back, everybody. Uh, here with Chris Jones, Jones Barbecue, Victoria, British Columbia, on Vancouver Island here in Canada. And uh, let's talk about the menu at Jones Barbecue. Um, Absolutely. Looking at your website, very, uh, from my experience, very, as you've talked about, Texas-inspired, uh, I guess you could say. Yes, yes. Uh, when we first opened, we 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 were very very you know we, we had a tight framework of if it if you can if you couldn't buy it in Texas then we're not going to sell it. Mm -hmm. So you know we were really focused on brisket, uh, we we're focused on ribs, sausage, um, you know, and chicken, and and then the traditional side slaw, potato salad, uh, beans, mm -hmm. and, and so the, those are the main items that we we had on our menu mm -hmm. to start, and then but. You know, the reality is is that we're not, we're, we do this for ourselves to some degree, but we're doing this for our guests. We, we're here to make people happy and enjoy food. And so we, we, we really listened to what our customers were asking for. You know, they started saying, you know, we'd love some fries. And then, okay, yeah. let's put in some deep fryers. You know, we'd, we'd love you to do fried chicken. We, right. love, we, love, we love your meats, so we imagine your fried chicken would be good. And so we said, okay, let's, let's think about doing fried chicken. Yeah. And then... Well, you've got fries. Could we do poutines? And so, our menu really expanded over the last two years yeah. to include things like, you know, uh, like pulled pork poutine, brisket poutine. Yeah. We do a nice fried chicken sandwich. We have a, a very strong fried chicken program. Uh, unfortunately, I'm a celiac, ah. which is a huge challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. In my in my business. Yeah. Uh, but what that led us to is, you know, none of our meats have any sort of wheat or sauces. We make yes. our own barbecue sauce. Yep. We do our pit beans from scratch. All of our dressings are from scratch. Our fried chicken is uh, gluten free. You know, our our, our fryers are 100% gluten free. Um, so yeah, our our menu started a little smaller than what it is today right. but I'm I'm also you know a, a big part of that if I were to now I'm reflecting back as I'm talking to you when we opened there would be nights where we would be shot by five or six o'clock right. and that was because we were out of our main proteins we we're out of brisket we we're out of ribs we we're out of pork butt mm -hmm. we we're out of sausage we we're out of chicken it's like okay so if we want to keep this going later and and you know, say we want to hedge our bets a little, cook a, a little bit more brisket, a little bit more butt, things like that. And what else can we do right. that we won't run out of? 
and that's where we came up with you know having a good fried chicken program because that takes that'll allow us to go right to 10 o'clock right we saw a nice you know we, we launched a happy hour program uh, from 8 to 10 and we close at 10 and, and we just saw that people being really receptive to that so we kind of changed our program a little bit to, to make sure we had menu items that would stay on until 10 o'clock but they weren't menu items that we would have to then refrigerate rate and reserve the next day like right. brisket or pork butt. Yes, yeah. So we just tried to find items that wouldn't lose their integrity yeah. that would also keep us open. It, it was it's a tricky dance. Absolutely. It's a very yeah. Tricky dance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the barbecue you, you can only hold it for so long before it uh, Absolutely. starts to lose we, it, right? So. Right. We we cook our barbecue every every morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we get the pits going very early in the morning. Um, I'm fortunate to have my retired dad. He's oh, part nice. of it. So he's he and he, he drove a bus for for his whole life. So he's not afraid of getting up at three o'clock in the morning. So we we get the pit going very early yeah. and get the meats on, and then um, you know they, they come off for for lunchtime. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so we our ribs come off at about eleven thirty typically, yeah. and we, our doors open at eleven. But our, every, all of our guests know is you know ribs are about eleven thirty right. that we first see them, and then and then we we've got all our meats. Going by then, and then we try to we, we keep a very you know detailed log. I've got a, a big chalkboard in the smokehouse mm-hmm. where where every day you know we update it. And we look at what we sold yesterday. We look at what we sold last week at this time. We look at what we sold last year at this time. Right. And really, always just trying to just have enough meat yeah. and to run out. So then it's always fresh the next day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So the the menu options. Uh, I saw you have the plates. You've got the platters by the pound. Yeah. That's right. So yeah, all our meats are served by by weight. So we serve them by the pound, and then uh, we also offer them. Uh, we can do a one meat plate plus two sides, a two meat plate plus two sides, a three meat plate plus two sides. Again, you know, in the like Texas fashion, this is what I saw yeah. them doing on the trucks down there, and yeah. and like I it was you can easily overthink this i think sure. and you know especially in, we're in this we have the second most restaurants per capita in north america here in return do you really it's a cutthroat little city no kidding for restaurants yeah, yeah. and so you, everyone you know you're always trying to think and, and i'm a restaurant tour before i was a a smokehouse and, mm-hmm. and barbecue restaurant owner and so you, you know i really tried to dumb it down and say like not not dumb it down but not overthink it and so we we tried to keep in that you know like just Pick a meat, add two sides. Pick two meats, add two sides. Uh, we also do, like I said, we do all of our poutines. We do a traditional Frito pie. Yeah. Uh, we do all of our meats as sandwiches. So we do a brisket sandwich, pork butt sandwich. Pork, uh, we, we, we're, in, we're in a community that has a lot of vegetarians. So okay. yep. uh, we do smoke portobello mushrooms Saw as that. well. Yep. That's a whole that. mushroom. And yep. we make sandwiches and tacos out of that. Nice. Um, and, so we, and then we make tacos out of all our meats as well. Yeah. Um, Probably the most, uh, the, like the, the sleeper that we've, we've discovered in the last two years has been our party packs. Okay. Uh, where we put together a, 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 like a, a, an amount of food for 12 people. Okay. And, and they're $250. And so we see, you know, it, one of them has eight racks of ribs, a couple pounds of sausages, a couple pounds of chicken. Another one's three racks and, you mm-hmm. know, five pounds of brisket and just a mix of, of different things. Nice. And, yeah. You know, we we sell a lot of party packs. You know, there's like you know nice like auto body shops, mechanics, offices. You know, tech offices mm-hmm. and that. They're 
they're all calling us all the time for nice. for our party packs. So that that's been really great. Yeah, you know, excellent. That's that's how the food like that's how I feel it, it's served and it's almost it's like best form. It's like a tin foil pan full of meat, yep. bunch of sides. Here you go, enjoy. Have at it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Dig yeah, in. For sure. And the the tachos I noticed. Yes, tachos. <laughs> uh, that was that was. Uh, I got a little flack internally on that one, I think, okay. but uh, it oddly just shot to one of the best sellers. And I feel like I think the uh, tater tots is the I've said this is the only thing we don't actually make other than our ketchup. Of course, because yeah. I couldn't imagine making tater tots. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, they're they're it's just essentially like tater tots. So we fry up a bunch of tater tots, we melt a bunch of cheese on them, we chop up a bunch of brisket. I mean, it, it, it's really it's potatoes. And it's beef and it's sour cream, you know, yeah. and cheese. It's just it's 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 a it's a roast beef dinner in a way. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's it's dirty and it's it's like a, in Texas fashion. So nice. yeah, it, it's a great dish. I love that one. Yeah, yeah. I haven't uh, tried it yet, but a gal I work with uh, was just at a place they did nachos, but instead of chips, they used uh, the the fried pork rinds. Okay, nice. And she uh, she thought they were fantastic. So yeah. Uh, yeah, like chicharron tacos, yeah, yeah. kind of an yeah. idea. Yeah, awesome. And you touched on the sides a little bit. Yeah, so um, our sides again. We do, you know, we do traditional slaw, um, mm-hmm. and we we do a creamy slaw with a poppy seed topping on it. Nice. Uh, we do our potato salad. It's there's it's again we like we tend to err on the side of a little bit more saucy on the potato salad. Um, I, that those potatoes can absorb a lot of. A lot of a lot of moisture mm. so we we sauce them up pretty good we like a good amount of egg nice. in our yep. potato salad you know and and it's kind of almost like a smashed potato salad but okay. but not not a mashed potato if, if you will yep. right yep. uh and then our pit beans we do proper in the pits so we we soak our beans and then and then we get them we get them in the pits over about there about we do we do them for a whole smoke and then we finish a in our electric smoker okay, so we right. just keep them going a little bit further yeah. because we they go on longer than our meats go on right. and because we're cooking inside i'll be honest with you when we can put the pits out we will yeah. right we're, yeah. we're not going to keep them going for the pit beans yeah. so we'll slide pit, pit beans over sure um and we do those those are you know beans are a funny thing especially in a british colony like mm-hmm. it's like everyone's got a different take on what uh, a brown bean should taste like right. or what texture it should be yeah. uh we we like ours a little bit snappier okay. um for each about you know for each about 12 liters of beans we chop up an entire pork butt that, that we've cooked and then we mix that into the beans as well nice. so it's it's that it's a pork and bean style yeah. nice. style dish um that is you know rich heavy flavor heavy smoke uh and then of course we do we do our uh our own hand cut fries nice. as well awesome yeah people love their french fries indeed <laughs> yep uh outside of your restaurant talk about uh barbecue uh, i guess more on the island there as opposed to bc as a whole what's the is yeah. the scene as a scene growing there what's the what do you see in um it's it's been a an interesting thing to watch. Like I said, there's been a, several barbecue restaurants that have opened and then closed over the last several years. Mm-hmm. I mean, t- going back 10, 12 years, uh, we've we're currently the only barbecue restaurant in Victoria. Yeah. Um, there is a, a a company up in Tofino that's cooking barbecue right okay. now, and then there's of course a, a handful of guys in in Vancouver that are doing yeah. barbecue. 
There's a guy as in far uh, as Nanaimo as well. I've chatted. Yeah, I can't think. Yeah. Smoke George. That's it, George. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure. And he was a really nice guy. We ate up there uh, a couple months ago nice. and, and had a nice meal. And yeah, he's 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 he's, he's a really really charismatic, sweet guy for That's sure. Yep. Um, so I, I think you know like things like this, even what you're doing right now, mm-hmm. I, I love it. I, I love. I, I, I see competition as very healthy. I, I wish there was another vehicle or another barbecue restaurant in Victoria mm-hmm. that was open, you know, uh, just because I really believe in that or like uh, how healthy competition is, mm-hmm. um, any promotion of barbecue, you know, it's just, it's one of those things that kind of, it, it, it rose a lot in the late nineties and early two thousands here. Yep. And then it really fell off and I, you know, it, it wasn't necessarily represented in the way that it could have been. Right. Uh, you know, like there's, there's, there was at one time there was four four or five places here in Victoria, mm-hmm. and none of them were were they weren't full, right? You know, and, and I think it was one of those like a lot of people looked at it as they went and had it and then they didn't go back. Right. They're like, and then they formed in their mind what barbecue was. Mm-hmm. So I think what's starting to happen, you know, um, Lil Ronnie up in Tofino, he's cooking on a on an offset smoker. Okay. Yep. George, he's been up there for uh, you know ten ten years or more. And, and he's doing well uh, at uh, Smoking George's. Yep. And then, you know, these guys that just came over from Vancouver to chat with me last week, they're right. called uh, Big Day Barbecue. Okay. And they're, they've got, they've been doing pop-ups for, for the last couple of years. And they're really uh, looking to open a brick and mortar uh, like us where they're yeah. cooking pit barbecue. And then, of course, there's, you know, the Memphis Blues and, and people like that James. in Vancouver that yep. have been operating for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I think it's you know it's it's one of those things where it's 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 an it, people have done really well when it, it, you have to invest in your cooker mm-hmm. and you gotta you know really uh, you, you, that's the only way that I can really say it is you have to invest in it, be build it, or get a really good piece of equipment. Yeah, and then you see those guys have, have done really well uh, here. But we do also have Ribfest in Victoria, right? And then we also have uh, Scott Gurney, who does um, Brewery and the Beast here as well. So he's a yeah. There you go. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so you know there is a good like overall like taking yeah. away from barbecue and just the meat scene here. Mm. We've got a ton of great burger joints. You know, there's there's a there's a cool scene for approachable food in mm. Victoria. Oh, you know, that's to... meat that's meat centric. Yeah. Now it's, it's growing at least, right? Hopefully, so. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Awesome. Uh, before we wrap up, Chris, where can folks find you? Uh, I'll put the address and everything in the show notes, social media, web. What's the... Absolutely. Where can uh, folks track you down? We're at 1725 Cook Street here in Victoria, British Columbia. Yep. Our Instagram handle is Jones Got Meat. All right. And we're on Facebook. Our website is also jonesgotmeat.com. Excellent. I'll make sure all those links are in there. Uh and the last question I like to wrap up with, uh, it's dinner time, Chris. What's uh, what's your go-to? Uh, that doesn't have to be from the restaurant, but, uh, you know, it could be. No, I know, I know. <laughs> it's so funny because how about you ask me what my guilty pleasure is? Sure, sure. <laughs> Let's go with that. Yeah. I'm going to go with uh, some hard shell old El Paso tacos. Nice. That is my guilty pleasure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was dinner here last <laughs> night. Really so. if I had, yeah, if I had my way, though, it would be it would be a beef rib, yeah. uh, a 
proper beef rib, big dinosaur plate plate rib off the smoker. Yeah, do you do those at all ever at the restaurant? Or? We do. Yeah. Uh, we're, we did a, a, a run of beef ribs a week ago, yeah. and I promoted them. We did 35 beef ribs, and we sold out in 90 minutes. Nice. So I, 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 had, I did them a couple years ago, but mm-hmm. I think... Like any new restaurant, it takes a while for everyone to trust what you're doing. Yep. And no one came running when I did them the first time. Yeah. And then I did them, uh, like I said, and they were sold by 12:30. They were gone. Yeah. And so, uh, and it's a two-week special order for us. So mm-hmm. I've got a couple hundred coming next Friday, and then I'm going to start running them every Friday moving forward. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Get a little yeah. spell, and they, people know they're going to be there, right? It's uh, nice yes. to have that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I remember it's a. Did, uh, digress a little. Uh, I think it was my second or third trip to Louis Mueller in Taylor, and I decided I'm going to try the beef rib. And, you know, yes. I, I like their sausage, so I ordered the sausage too. And when I ordered both, the guy kind of chuckled. And then I, then I saw this yeah. beef rib that, you know, on the tray the size of my forearm. And yeah. I figured, yeah. I figured out why he chuckled. That's right. That's the rib we're doing. We're doing yeah. the big, they're, they're, each plate of ribs, the three of them, is about yeah. five and a half to six pounds. Yeah. And and so those are the ones we do. And I do the same style technique because I actually don't wrap my beef ribs. I leave them on the smoker the whole time. Nice. And yeah. then I hit them. I wrap them in saran okay. at the end. Yep. And, and just let them rest in saran wrap for a couple hours. And yep. that, that is the Mueller way. I've got a little, I've got a 65 Ford uh, bar, like branded out barbecue truck. And I've got a, a big beef rib. That nice. says Louis Mueller on, oh, yeah. on my shield. Yeah, awesome. absolutely. I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah, awesome, man. Well, Chris, uh, thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Uh, great to hear you. Uh, sounds like you're doing some great stuff out there in Victoria, and uh, I hope I can get out there before too long to pay you a visit. So, absolutely, we'd love to see you. That's thank you good. for doing everything you're doing for hey. barbecue oh. in uh, Canada. I appreciate, it, man. Thank you. All right, take care. Thanks, Chris. That's a wrap, everybody. Thank you for your time, and I really appreciate you tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to the show. I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and a review. It sure helps spread the word. Thanks to Chris for joining me, and check out Jones Barbecue online and on social, and be sure to pay them a visit if you're in Victoria. Wherever you are listening from, I urge you to get out and support your local barbecue joints. If you visit www.eatmorebarbecue.ca, you'll find a listing of all the great barbecue joints here in Alberta. There's a new version, a revamp, Alberta Barbecue Trail page coming soon, so keep your eyes open for that. Give me a follow on Twitter at EatMoreBarbecue, and I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Eat underscore More underscore Barbecue. If you have any questions or guest suggestions, please drop me an email at EatMoreBarbecue.gmail or at gmail.com, sorry. And big thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. Till next time, folks, keep on smoking. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB and is a production of www.eatmorebarbecue.ca.